also, Happy New Year. Welcome back. The first episode of 2021 of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations for Modern Life. One thing that I love seeing over the holidays is some awesome reviews coming in. More of them, more ratings. Thank you guys so much. It also means that we've started uh, doing quite well in charts and continuing to grow, which has, you know, been really nice to see. So really, really appreciate it. Please, as some of you already have, keep sharing the show. And if you are yet to rate or leave a review, please do so. On that, I'm going to crack on with some more content for you. And still, going in sequence, we're now on to book two, passage nine. Always remember these things. What's the nature of the whole is? What my own nature is? The relation of this nature to that? What kind of part it is of what kind of whole? And that there is no one who can prevent you keeping all that you say and do in accordance with that nature of which you are part. Now, I think this is a pretty wonderful passage to use to relate to our modern world. And I say our modern world without actually relating that to the the whole, if you like. And the reason I kind of say that is I've mentioned before. We're really just a speck. So when you consider how long the universe has been around, our modern world would actually include pretty much the entire existence of any animal species on Earth. But in the context of society, we call the modern world, it's still vastly different to the world 100 years ago, let alone a 1,000 years ago, let alone, of course, uh, when the first life started to appear in the oceans. So we get so caught up in that development that we become very, very short-sighted. We tend to lose perspective on like the greater good and current events, the perception to current events from those around us and society do tend to dictate our lives and we kind of like forget about this whole or greater good. So the first thing to point out here is um, the not forgetting the nature of the whole. When we talk about the nature of the whole, what I would tend to call it now is a greater good. But what, what um, Marx really means there and the way to interpret it today is the universe you know, we're, we're just part of that. Yes, we've developed intellectually, perhaps more than any other animal or species has. We certainly have, you know, more brain capacity for things like reason, thoughts, emotions as well. And those things serve us great. But they also disserve us when not used the right way. We no longer have a life where we're just finding food. And it's that one high value. Where is food? Where is it sourced? And as we go through that process, or as uh, men did, you know, 400,000 years ago, the brain develops to adapt to that environment. And it develops through generations. But also, if you think about it, it actually develops just as we go through our lifespan as well. So if you're in tune to your own nature, 
as I say back then, that would be searching for food, finding food, survival. As we begin this process from a young age, we start to like learn things about where we're finding food. You know, our, our brain starts to adapt to best suit that highest value. So it is able to like store those memories more so than things that aren't relevant. We, we find it easier to recall those memories because they're in tune with that highest value. So I'm not just talking the kind of short-term recollection of memories as in we found food here, so we'll go back there next week. We also will learn about the environment that we tend to find food in. If, you know, if we're finding it in places that aren't too far from water or where there's plants and, you know, whatever kind of demographic that environment takes, if it's better suited to um, sustain the sort of food that we need, whether it's certain plants, certain animals or fish or what have you, we will tend to look for those signs when we're looking for food in a new new environment. It's because our, our brain adapts to recall those things, link those experiences together to aid us on that quest. Think about that in a modern context. Our nature, as Marcus calls it, has evolved. But not just evolved along the same sort of path to find food. It's kind of all around us now. It's evolved for us to use that same interpretation of a highest value to dictate our place in a hierarchy, human hierarchy. So whilst it may not be a competition now to find food, we still have ingrained in us that sort of need to best position ourselves in the hierarchy so that we don't just survive, but actually have the most fulfilling life possible. Being in tune with your own nature is key because life will throw things at you to direct you on a certain path or it will throw things at you to remind you that you actually need to assess things because you may not be living life by your highest value. And I've touched on this before. Many of us, of course, end up going through life, doing jobs, careers that are actually in tune with the parents' values as opposed to their own. We often think that we should or shouldn't do things just because of what other people expect or society says is good or is bad. And we often like don't dictate everything towards our purpose. Now, I've touched on that, obviously, with a previous episode. But the, the key is as well, is that that nature can change as we go through life. But it will also change to serve a greater good. So in modern society, we see an event and automatically sort of label it good or bad. And we'll tend to store it as a memory with that good or bad label. However, in life, there are just events. There are no one-sided magnets. There's nothing that's just positive, nothing that's just negative. And everything serves a greater good. Now, how do I know everything serves a greater good? Just look around you right now, in this moment. Close your wearing. Place in which you live. Think back to your last meal. You've probably planned your next one. Look around at the material things you may have around you. Now, if you go back, and I'm going to say, let's go back to Marcus Aurelius' time. 
Okay, let's go back 1,500 years. The world would be very different then. And of course, in many ways, <laughs> it may actually be a better place, and certainly from an environmental perspective. However, you certainly wouldn't have that TV. You may not have that choice of what you're eating later on. You may not be doing the job that you love. You may not be wearing those clothes that are extremely comfortable and have that nicely trimmed, whether it's like your beard or your nails, whatever it is, well looks after. The luxuries that we have today, the fact that I'm speaking to you through technology that certainly wasn't around them, with lights on, by the way, rather than candles or lanterns, and the heating on, all of these things that we take for granted have come around because of a need because of challenges you know they weren't just presented to us it's the the human brain and imagination that has created these things if everything didn't happen for a greater good how would humanity be progressing that way you can look at this in a very very short period of time as well retrospectively if we go back 60 70 years or in fact let's go back to world war ii one of the most tragic events you know, with regards to the amount of people that died as a result of it that we've seen in modern times. Whilst, of course, some horrific things happen, they happened on the context of certain races thinking they're superior. Now, when I say certain, I also mean leading up to that time, British Empire, French Empire, we would have, we would colonise places basically take their land and the people who actually lived in those areas or, or from there would become slaves we would be then be shipping the slaves over to um you know america and um, to work on like plantation fields and stuff there and in return we would be taking money back to the uk so i'm not just referring to you know an aryan race and what happened to obviously the jewish people and stuff but also that was just the way the world was leading up to that Think how much it's progressed since. So following World War II, empires were pretty much dissolved. The outlook and psychology of humans changed. There was like an increase in caring for one another. A realisation that certain races aren't superior. We're all the same species. Mobile phones, computers, developed during World War II. Nuclear technology, whilst of course that does bring many downsides as well, it's also the main source behind like the cancer treatments that we have today. Now, think how many more millions of lives have been saved since then as a result. So whilst that event taken in the context of just a, an isolated event, i.e. World War II, is you can look at and call it horrific. You can label it negative, of course. It's actually served a greater good. And it's actually the biggest challenges that humanity have gone through that have been balanced by that equal serving to the greater good later on. So take this to the context of yourself and your own life. When events are happening to you and you're quickly labelling them positive, negative, think of the context of the whole. 
because everything that happens will benefit the greater good. And that actually can be taken, the whole can relate, be your whole life. It can be your whole community. It can be the whole universe. So a more modern concept, and you know something that's obviously very big in the world at the moment, is the coronavirus. And in the UK here, we're just entered a full lockdown again. One of the things that I did sort of post recently, though, was how a more localised uh, form of radiotherapy has been developed that leaves is that targets the tumour far more locally, so there's a lot less sort of effects on surrounding tissues. Of course, one of the uh, sort of issues with radiotherapy are the side effects because it doesn't just kill tumours, but kills like the surrounding tissue too. So a far more localised form, obviously massively reduces that now this would not have happened at the rates that it has and been implemented at the rate it has without coronavirus and the need to take strain off healthcare systems okay something that would have taken years and years longer has been developed so quickly and implemented so quickly as a result of this we could also look at the psychological change again of humans the way that we're actually looking at the world differently. You can see this happening in front of our eyes. You know, the way that we care for one another, the way that we've become more grateful for things that we took for granted. I also have seen that the, the UK in particular is planning the very first nuclear power station. One of the reasons that viruses like this happen is because the world has become so overpopulated. You know, nature... There's a limit to how many people can survive and it's dictated by resources. We, we don't yet have like towns and cities in space. We don't yet have the ability, although we have technology to implement it, but we don't yet have the ability to survive without any natural resources. However, it's things like seeing SpaceX travel this year, the, you know, the first, or sorry, last year, the very first private enterprise to take people into space we've and as i mentioned the uk now looking for that area and location to build the world's first nuclear power station to actually supply energy that's um, a renewable form of energy that humanity will obviously benefit from and in doing so we're creating an environment where we can actually sustain a higher population and let's take this to your own life as well Maybe your business has suffered through this. Many did when the first lockdown was announced. But I've also seen so many that did suffer implement new methods, new technology, diversify, and make changes that will serve their business going forward. I'm speaking to you today with a past I was known for my my work in fitness originally. A series of events happened in my own life whereby those that I would look back on as being, at the time, you would look back normally and say they were pretty horrific or the worst things, have actually led to being the best. My values were dictated by events that have happened to me. Now, I mentioned that... Uh, my background was fitness because if I go back four or five years, I hadn't read Marcus Aurelius's Meditations for Modern Life. But what happened was following a, a relationship 
where an onlooker would perhaps say that I was uh, being manipulated, a mentally abusive relationship. And I, I don't like to label things like that because, again, to me, as I say, one of the best things that ever happened to me. Life wanted me to go through that. Why? Because my work diversified. I became obsessed with psychology and human behaviour. And in doing so, I've been able to help hundreds of people not experience those same feelings that I had in the past. Prior to that, life had instilled in me a value of making people happy. I wouldn't have got into philosophy. I wouldn't have become obsessed with philosophy, psychology, and to the point where it's my life without having gone through those experiences. So in me going through those experiences, I'm serving a greater good. You may look back on your your childhood, maybe, you know, you, you have resentment towards your parents, maybe um, you'd have preferred a different upbringing. You know, maybe it, was, maybe it was really bad. Maybe you had abusive parents. What do you have around you now? Did that not instill values in you of making other people happy? Did it not instill values in you that mean you're wonderful with your kids now and you can see how beautiful your own family is and the way that you love, care for them, support them? Was that not a result perhaps of the things that you went through in your life earlier on? In fact, I can guarantee it is because the voids that we have in life create the values. Who knows what those your kids will go on to achieve? Maybe even because of those values that that childhood created in you, it's not just your own family, but maybe you're actually using that to help people as part of your own work. Maybe you've helped hundreds of people improve their lives. That possibly wouldn't have happened without having those experiences when you were younger because they shaped you. So those events served the greater good or the whole. So before like jumping to label the next thing that happens to you, be it a lockdown, be it an illness, be it struggling financially, be it being hurt by a partner. Look from another perspective because anything that's happening is always going to be serving the greater good, whatever you label it at the time. There's always a balance of positives and negatives. And the reason that the world has progressed as it has and will continue to do so is because every single challenge we go through, every single event serves the greater good. Thank you guys and I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.